What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. A chief executive, Kenny Jacobs, says the 32 million passenger cap in Dublin Airport is leading to difficult conversations with airlines. The DA is planning a submission to lift the passenger cap by 25%, bringing it to 40 million. They want to do that as soon as possible. DA chief executive, Kenny Jacobs, joins me now. Good morning, Kenny. Good morning, Pat. Now, how long has this cap been in place um, and was it supposed to future-proof the airport against all possible levels of expansion? Uh, The cap's been in place for 16 years, uh, so it goes back a long, long way at a time where aviation and Dublin Airport were at a totally different size. The cap uh, is connected with surface access, so with passengers using a vehicle to come to and from uh, the airport. So we're looking to get the cap lifted through our new infrastructure application. I think all the airlines uh, and anyone who is a supporter of the economy, connectivity and and jobs creation is looking to do the same. I think you saw that the American Chamber this morning were calling for uh, infrastructure to be sped up and airport capacity to be increased in Ireland. That's essentially what we're looking to do yeah. with the removal of the cap. Now, uh, it's not about noise. Then is is that uh, the bottom line here? It's about traffic movements. It's it's about traffic movements to and from the terminal, getting to the terminal. So it's it's not about being in the terminal itself. It's a, a planning restriction connected with surface access. Okay, so what's changed? People are still driving their cars. There are still buses uh, fetching up at the airport. Maybe more people can use um, air coach or their equivalents now, but there's no metro. So many people have to use the car. And as we saw with the loss of uh, the major car park prior to the summer, um, that presented huge difficulties. So those difficulties would only multiply. Um, well, there's, I'm very happy to say a lot more people are actually coming to the airport uh, via bus and we expect that will continue. We're actually expanding the bus facilities at the airport. I think we'd all wish that the Metrolink uh, was here already and comes as soon as it possibly can because that gives another form of transport choice that people would have. Uh, but yeah, you're right. A lot of people do come to the airport with cars, but that's not a problem. This is, this is really about us expanding the airport, taking a long-term view that Dublin Airport, there will be demand that matches the population increase. So we want to increase the capacity by 25% between now and 2030. That really just matches the population increase that's expected in Dublin and in Ireland in the same time frame. Now, Cork, I'll just mention by contrast, because we want to grow Cork Airport by 40%. Um, Some people say that it's all about Dublin. It's not just all about Dublin. And this is really just about having the airport that Ireland needs, that Dublin needs, that's future-proofed for future growth in the population. And we can do that in a sustainable way. Now, are you victims of your own success? We know that Dublin is a a hub, principally because you can get clearance for uh, customs and passports and visas and so on at Dublin Airport going to the United States. Um, You know, if you didn't have that uh, number of transfer passengers, would you be comfortable with the current cap? 
I, and I would never give up those passengers and I still wouldn't be comfortable with the current track. Look, travel is back and as an island nation, connectivity is really, really important. Uh, the charges are low at Dublin and that makes the airlines love flying to and from and connecting to and from Dublin and we want that to continue. Look, this is driving jobs. Uh, we've done a major piece of research which concludes that Dublin Airport and from business connectivity, it's driving 2.3% of the economy. So I think... While we have some grey clouds uh, on the horizon economically, we should be looking to do everything we can to create new jobs. Expanding Dublin Airport will create up to 20,000 new jobs. Uh, it's already supporting over 100,000 jobs, and I think we should continue that and continue the essential connectivity. That can be done in a way that's more sustainable because the infrastructure application that we'll be submitting in a couple of weeks, that's got about half a billion investments in sustainability infrastructure. So that's going to allow us to grow the airport in line with capacity, uh, population growth in Ireland, but also bring down the CO2 emissions for every passenger that uses Dublin Airport because we'll have made those sustainability investments. Um, but you are, in terms of the infrastructure around the airport, uh, you're at the mercy of the local council and you're at the mercy of the National Roads Authority in terms of improving uh, the, the motorised access to the airport. Yeah, and we and we need and we do work closely with Fingal on this through the pre-planning process at the moment, and also with the also with the NTA. But I think this is look this is the full ecosystem involved in critical infrastructure in Ireland. I think a lot of people are saying we would like it to move quickly. Uh, it is a decision that Fingal make that then may be appealed to on board Planola, and we want Fingal to be supported with the right type of frameworks when it comes to critical infrastructure because Ireland needs air, air, airport capacity. The airlines are calling for that. They're calling for the cap to be lifted. We want the same so that we can continue to support the economy. Working with the NTA, working with Fingal, we just hope that the process of getting that application Mm. approved goes reasonably quickly. How tight are you to the 32 million at the moment? Uh, we're very tight to the 32 million at the moment. So, you know, we, we expect now it's, there's still six weeks to go and you never can tell what weather could do with a, with, with a passenger numbers. But we expect we'll be in and around the 32, maybe slightly under by the end of the year. Uh, what will happen sh- should you go above the 32 million? Uh, I don't know who exactly is counting. Do you have to fess up and be honest? Because you are the counters of the numbers. And obviously, it also reflects on the success of the airport, the bigger the, the, the number. But suppose you went to, you know, 32 million and a thousand. Are you fined? Um, you, you could potentially be fine, but like I'll just be very, very clear. We're very, very clear on what is our definition of the 32 million, and we're counting every, every single passenger within that. We're only going to count transfer passengers once, but we're very, very clear that we're also going to comply with the planning law. Um, and complying with the planning law means that we cannot go over the 32 million. Yesterday at the Joint Directors Committee, there was a bit of debate on what is the definition of a, of a passenger. We're making one exclude. We're counting every single passenger, but we're only counting transfer passengers once, and that's the rational thing to do because if you fly Birmingham, Dublin, Dublin JFK, that shouldn't be counted as two passengers in the terminal, that should be counted as one passenger. And that was a bit of debate yesterday, but we will be complying with the planning law, Pat. We'll be in and around 32 million. Um, there might be a small degree of materiality on being 32 and 1,000. Yeah. Uh, Here's the question, fine. Kenny, You know, and I see the logic. I mean, if you were counting uh, passenger movements, you'd have to count the transfer passengers twice. But if you're saying they're just passing through... They're not using the roads infrastructure at all. Exactly. They should exactly. not be counted plan- maybe in the 32 million one way or the other because this is not about noise. It's not about flight numbers. It's about traffic management around the airport. Why are you counting them at all? Well, we're counting them once um, and we but think why? that's the rational you know, thing to do. They're, they're, they're not using the roads. They're not using the, tr- the travel infrastructure around the airport. 
They don't need to be in that number. Yeah, and you, I, I like your interpretation of it. We're taking a view, we're taking some advice on the interpretation of it, so we're only counting them once. Some people are saying, no, no, they should continue to be counted twice, and I don't think that makes sense. But you're right, the planning condition relates to surface access. If you're not coming to the airport in a vehicle, uh, you should definitely not be counted twice, and maybe you shouldn't be counted at all. Now, uh, you're talking about perhaps um, people coming in for various sporting events, be the Six Nations or the Europa uh, final. Um, I mean, what do you say to airlines who are planning their schedules for next year? Because you won't, if if it's running well and you're going to supersede the cap, that won't happen until the end of 2024. Um, so why would people going to those events early in the year have any concerns at all? Well, no one should have any concerns uh, in, in this year that we're in. Uh, so a few people were saying, oh, our flight's going to be cancelled at Christmas. Nothing's going to be cancelled this year. What we've been saying to the airlines for a number of months is, look, in 2024, we're complying with the law. Yes, we'll have an infrastructure application in, but we'll be managing to the cap. Therefore, you cannot potentially do whatever you want next year. So we flagged to them that um, they need to be realistic because we're managing to the cap so that they can't say, I want to double the number of flights I have at Dublin. Now, what takes precedence in this regulation process for what flights do happen will be scheduled services. But if an airline was thinking at Easter for the midterms, I'm really going to put it on a lot of extra flights, we're saying to them, well, hang on, you might be able to do that. We're also saying uh, to sporting organisations, because the Europa League final is planned for Dublin next year, you know, if that is two big teams, let's say Liverpool versus Madrid, and charter companies are out there thinking, well, we'll put in a thousand flights to Dublin, we're saying you may not, you may not be able to do that right. because we're managing two-way cap. Yeah, so couple- we're just flagging it to them early so that they can manage their business as well. Okay. Uh, a few comments coming in. Uh, can you ask Kenny Jacobs to encourage Aircoach, uh, those buses from Kalini and Greystones, to return to pre-pandemic service of one per hour and not one every two hours? That's from Pauline Squires. Because it is a problem. You're getting people to the airport maybe an hour earlier than they need to be and therefore congesting it. Yeah, and I, I would love that. We, we are encouraging Aircoach to put on more frequencies and we're also encouraging them and other bus operators to connect new parts of Dublin City and County to the airport because more people that come here on bus, the better. Uh, and a final one. Travelled through Dublin Airport several times over the last month. Extremely busy, even trying to walk through the terminals. Long queues for food, coffee at the bars. No seats and areas at the gates to rest. Literally nowhere to even to sit down. And yet you want to increase capacity with uh, no increase in the services. Yeah, and I'd say to that listener, look, it depends on when you're flying, what time of day, what day of the week, where you're flying from. There will always be busy parts of the terminal. But what we want to expand is going to give extra terminal capacity. It will make the terminal more comfortable. Now, we've added more seats and we've added more food and beverage outlets this year, Pat. And between now and next summer in Dublin Airport, we're planning to add a lot more. So there's very exciting plans there and adding more seats again. But the infrastructure application will give us new peers. There'll be a whole new pier connected to T2. There'll be an extension of a pier in T1. That will create extra space so that the congestion generally improves. Mm. So like listeners like that, we'll see a better airport. Yeah. And essentially, look, we want to build a much better airport yeah. that Dublin deserves, that Ireland deserves, that provides great connectivity and will create a lot more jobs. Yeah. Uh, by the way, a final point, a personal one through Terminal 2 and seeing buying your food by machine. I'm not sure I like that. And some people do, but we give you great choice. In Terminal 2, we're going to add new restaurants, landside, airside, and some people do kind of like that. They like to get down to the, where their flight's going to take off from uh, and potentially buy from machine. But look, we give everybody every option available to them, but we definitely give people more choice. Kenny Jacobs, DA Chief Executive, uh, thank you very much for joining us. 
The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk. Now, 